You're listening to the number one Oilers podcast, Handkerchief Dynasty. Two minutes for interference. Okay, Handkerchief Dynasty Podcast, episode 38. This is our Boston postgame. Gonna crack a beer. This is uh, The Secret Professor, and I'm joined, as always, by Bruce McCurdy. How are you, Bruce? I'm good. Very good. Very good. Well, it's a disappointing game, but, uh, you know, I still enjoyed giving everyone a report card at the end of it. That's the best part of the game. That's the best. That's why they play. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but in all seriousness, uh, it was quite a good game, I thought. Um, Boston is an incredibly good team, and they definitely looked like a really good team. And uh, the Oilers hung right in there. I was particularly dazzled by uh, Gagne's goal, obviously mm-hmm. our only goal in the game. It's got me thinking about deflections a lot. Uh, anyways, what's your what's your What's your two good things, two bad things? No, I'm just joking. What's uh, what's your takeaway? Bra. <laughs> um, it was a really good game. I listened to most. I think I listened to most of the game, kind of while I was doing uh, various things around the house, and uh, it sounded it sounded like I don't know. It sounded like a game. Like, the Oilers have been in games uh, in the past, a lot of games that have been sleepers. You know what I mean when I say sleeper? It's like a game that makes you want to go to sleep. But this game, this game, despite having a 1-1 score, I don't think it was a sleeper. I think, like, they really really, uh, grinded it out. Like, that was like... Uh, it was kind of like the moral victory of all moral victories. I hate moral victories, but that was like a really perfect moral victory in a way, you know? Like it mm. couldn't have been a 
more moral victory. It was about as moral as you can get when it comes to moral victories. So, you know, I was really impressed. And, of course, you can't sleep on Sam Gunn. Yeah, we know that. It's true. We know that. We there do wasn't, know that. There wasn't really any... I mean, it was it was a very positive experience for me. My daughter is a Boston Bruins fan. She's seven years old. And calls David Pasternak David Pasternot, like a spaceman. And I think he... Did he get the overtime winner? Uh, I believe so. I think he did. So when I told her about it in the morning, she was really happy. So it was altogether a very, very positive experience. Like I'm still feeling really good. I was, ex- I wasn't expecting them to, you know, I wasn't really expecting them to win that game. And I, I know, was, I know the feeling. Yeah. And I wasn't, but I also wasn't expecting them to lose, like to lose that game seemed cruel. It seemed mm. like a, there would be a cruel thing that would happen. Mm. So a tie, kind of how it happened, and a Sam Gagne goal was, it was, uh, I mean, I'll take that. You got to take that. Yeah, the OT goal was a bit of a heartbreaker, but I'm, it's one of those games where you're happy to get a point, right? Aren't you happy to, to be taking that point? Absolutely. Absolutely. An Eastern Conference game, an out-of-conference game. Out-of-conference games are always sort of like, they're kind of the they're kind of the healthiest game to to uh, participate in as a fan because the stakes don't seem that high. They don't seem as high, and it's kind of, like, exotic. Like, it kind of puts you in a different mindset for the day. Like, while we were eating supper yesterday, I was pointing out my finger on the table that the Boston Bruins were in our city tonight. Like, the Boston Bruins, you know? It's crazy. They're, like, a very legitimate... It's a very legitimate, iconic thing. Like, all the East has all those legitimate, iconic teams. And for when they come, it's always, like, super exciting. Any sort of Eastern Conference game, I'm a fan of. I'm a fan of the East-West matchup. I'm a fan of that day. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, there's a healthy detachment that comes with it, right? It's like, yeah. it's in the East. You're not worried about giving them a loser point, really. You know, it's not a team you usually see that much. No. No. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. That was a fun time. Um, apparently, McDavid is going to be back pretty soon. Like, he went on the trip. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. It was like a quad thing, right? Yeah. It must have been like... Really bad bruise, I think. A really bad bruise. It must have been a really bad bruise. Can you imagine how bad that bruise must have been? You know when, like, you know when, like, when was the last time you got a bruise? I haven't got a bruise in a while. But the last bruise I got wasn't even a really bad bruise. And I moaned about it for days, I'm sure. As is my want. As is my, as is my, um, that's what I do in life, you know? Complain about my bruise. As is your want, as is your want. I love the way Skype continues to warn me about avoiding legal snags and reminding you that this is being recorded. Hi, Priest. Uh, what? Well, I don't know. I've said my piece. I've said my piece. Yeah, what do you think going into the deadline? I think he's, I think he's gonna stand pat. I mean, I don't know. I think the room is, I think the Oilers have an exceptional room right now. I think there's rooms and then there's rooms. 
And mm. I think we have, a, we have a room right now. And I don't think he's going to mess with it. I think we have two superstar guys. And I think if you have two superstar guys and the room is kind of working and those two guys aren't like, you know, nipping at each other, I, don't, I think you just don't mess with it. I mean, if it was me, I'd be like, wow, this is incredible. Like, we have Drysaddle and Connie, and they're both, like, all systems go. We've somehow yeah. come up with, like, a defensive game that's, like... I mean, that Boston game, they're going to draw so much from that game. Like, to those guys with that depleted lineup, they're going to be like, holy shit, guys. Like, great, great work. You know what I mean? They only got one goal, and we got a goal. Like, it's amazing. You know what I mean? So I think, like... It's true. I don't think he should mess with it. I just don't think he should mess with it. I, I'd hate to see some guy come into that room and and ruin the tone. You know what I mean? Ruin I, the tone. I'm really... You ruined it. I'm scared of that. So I don't think he's going to do anything. I don't know. What do you think he's going to do? I mean... I, I, have a, I have a different reason for the same conclusion like I don't think he's going to do anything major at least because I think the prices seem completely fucking ridiculous right now like what people are paying for rentals and stuff right now like I don't know I mean I think I think if he can get a deal for a player with term that's a big asset he will but I think I'm leaning towards it's 50-50 I think that he does nothing I think there's a half half 50% chance he does like a small move to bolster the, the like middle six or like fifty fifty. You can't say third 50, line. 50 50. 60, 40. Is that, 60, 40 that he's that gonna better? do it? That he's gonna do that it? That he won't. That he won't. Oh. Yeah. Just in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy. It's it's such a tight race is the craziest thing. Is this thing that's extra crazy, you know? Like I don't remember the Western Conference playoff picture being this tight, like, ever. Has it ever been like this? Certainly not the division. It's hard to say, right? Like, we haven't been a part of it. Hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's true. I guess we wouldn't, we were barely paying attention by this time most yeah. years, almost every year. Oh, my you gosh. Were def- I was thinking about... Usually oh, at this time, can you, that's so bleak. Oh, God. Oh, God. Yeah. It's like you've given, you've given up. You've given up at that point. And the games are just, like, going by, and you, <laughs> you don't even know. You just kind of hear that they've lost again. Like, you don't even know that the games are happening. It's like you're standing watching traffic like on the freeway. Cars are just, like, games are just zipping by. Loss, 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 loss. Just at a oh, ridiculous God. pace. I mean, I think by that point, most of the time, I, I check out and, like, maybe just check the score just to confirm <laughs> that they've lost every every game. Like, I'll check it after the fact. Yeah, exactly. It, the culture's changing, though, man. Like, Tippett, you know, oh, the, yeah. the players. We got, we're right. We do have a good room. You're right. We got a great yeah, room. We got a great room. You know, like, when you, have, you know when you have a good room and then someone ruins it? Like, I would hate for that to happen. This is very important. Nobody can ruin the room. Nobody can walk in and be like, hey, guys, like, how's it going, guys? Or something. <laughs> That's my impression of a guy ruining a room. It's pretty good. It's pretty convincing. Bad. It's yeah. not that bad. It's the, Who is that? Who is that? Is that like Dustin Penner coming in? Who is it? 
No, it doesn't matter down in the room. No, he was great in the room. He was great. You know who know. wasn't? You know who wasn't good in the room? Like Ryan Strom or something. Paul Yarvey. Paul Yarvey. Yeah, Paul Yarvey. Goddamn Strom. What is it with? He's Finnish, right? Uh, Paul Yarvey? Yeah. Yeah, the Oilers have a tough time with Finnish players. Do you remember Yanni Ninema? Uh, I remember kinda, Yoni. I remember Yoni Pitkinen. Yeah, Yanni Ninema was before Yoni Pitkinen, but Yanni Ninema was from Finland. He was a defenseman, kind of. He was kind of a moderately touted defenseman, but he was from Finland, and he was like a country boy. He played in Philadelphia before he came to Edmonton. And when he came to Edmonton, it just, like, didn't work out. And they, like, had to kind of get rid of him. And afterwards, they were just like, yeah, Yana is, like, too country. Like, he's just, he's from, mm. like, he's from, like, Hicksville, Finland. And, like, just couldn't uh, do it. Like, he could not. Say, say the Albertans, although I guess, like, yeah, probably remote villages in Finland. Yeah, yeah, he was from, like, a remote village. Yeah, I mean, at well, least at least they're in like a Scandinavian, you know, there's welfare no denying, state. There's no denying we're hicks. I should have used a different word to mark some sort of separation. Very rural, very isolated, a very isolated community. Right. And he just wasn't used to like talking. You know, fin- he wasn't used to talking and like people. Yeah, he wasn't used to talking. Yeah. He wasn't yeah. used to people. That's what they yeah. said. I remember hearing stories about it, and it was really like it really stuck with me. I was about. 13, 14 years old. And I remember thinking, like, wow, that's so uh, interesting. Human beings, very strange. You know what I mean? Strange bunch. No question about that, bro. Yeah, no question very, about that. Very strange. Anyway, finished players. What were we talking yeah. about? Yeah, the importance of a room. You do not want to room, ruin the room. And we have a great room. A great room. It's I true. think. I, I think, think so it's too. only going to get better, too. I think, like, when Connie comes back, when Connie comes back into that room, I guess he's only missed a couple games. And then it felt, cast, felt like an eternity, though. Didn't it feel like I mean, an eternity? I don't if know. He come, if he comes back next game, let me. I was I was pretty confident that entire run, like our southeastern trip there. I was pretty like I just had I've had good. I felt good about it. I felt good going into it. It wasn't like it wasn't a, a dark back alley that we were going into. I just had a feeling that, that it dark, was good. Dark alley, man. That remember, dark, I didn't dark, have that feeling. Alley. I didn't have that feeling this time around. Yeah. Well, remember it's that dark back alley? Oh, games. dude. Buffalo, Ottawa. We spent a lifetime on there. that trip. Ugh, it's terrible. Let's not think about it. Yeah. I was thinking about something else you said, and I, I think you're really right. Like everyone, everything's kind of on pause until the playoffs start. Like oh, absolutely. Assuming we do make it, I think we got a really good chance. You know, like, it's going to be wild. It's going to yeah. be fucking wild. It's going to be very wild. But it's almost I mean, like, as long as they make it, I mean, still I nervous. Mean, Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, I think they will. I should knock on wood, too. But I really, I mean, if I was a betting man. Do it for you. If I was a betting man and I was, I wasn't connected to this team. I think I would be like, like if I lived somewhere else, right, and I heard about the Oilers, I don't think I would be like, ah, like typical Oilers, like they'll shit the bed. I don't think I'd be thinking that. I think I'd be thinking that it's about time. Like it was just a matter of time. I bet you they'll make it this year. 
I mean, you know what I'm saying? New coach, yeah. the guys. Oh, what a great, what a coaching job. Playfair, Tippett. And that other good. guy who I always liked from Calgary. Billitson? Yeah. I thought that guy was great. They got rid of that guy for Bill Peters. Isn't that crazy to think about? Uh, yeah, that is ridiculous. Yeah. Like, they hired Bill Peters. They fired that guy, who was pretty great. Like, I remember they didn't give him a lot of rope. Like, I think he made the playoffs or something and then, like, lost a few games at the beginning of next year, and then they fired him. Like, they didn't give him, like, a lot of run at all. He was an early fire when he got fired, I think. Maybe I'm completely wrong. It just seems like he was in and out pretty quick. Mm. The, old in, the old in and out. Gullison, yeah, I think he was there for a pretty short time. Like, no more yeah. than two years. But it might have been, yeah, like, one season, less than a season. And who, what is that guy? Like, our our power play coach? Like, he coaches in forwards? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, which is top power play in the league. It's pretty yeah. cool. Our fucking PK is number, is number oh two. It's like, our fucking PK insane. Is insane. That's something that I'm really... Those things, those two things are like... Um, it's so great when a team you follow has good stats like that because when you're listening to a game, it's like a whole other dimension to the game to listen to. Like you're you're so you're almost excited when the other team gets a penalty because like it, you have a chance to see what these these guys are like so good. It's like a, a treat to be able to watch them cut down a power play. You know, like. You want their numbers to get bigger and bigger and bigger. It's just something I'm really – I'm not used to following a team that has, like, an amazing penalty kill. It's very strange. Very, very And strange. the power play, of course. Like, obviously, a power play. Like, that's shocking. I'm still not used to it. I'm still not used to it, but I really enjoy it. Like, whenever the Oilers get a power play now, I'm like, this crazy. is trouble. This is trouble for the other team. It's a crazy and it's like a legit, power play. And it's like a legit – power play like that we used to watch other teams have it's, you know what I mean when it's yeah. like something it's not just like it's not just like it's like two minutes where you get even more mad like it's not that anymore classic yeah that's, that was the Oilers classic for a long time long time two minutes of frustration of extra frustration like, <sighs> like two minutes of enhanced frustration fucking horrible like, what are they doing what are they doing? Get it in. Yeah. And they're just like between the lines, like batting it around, losing it, going back to get it. Well, we just had, we had no good players for like so long. We had no, no good forwards, no good defensemen. I know. For, there was like five minutes where we had amazing defensemen, but still no forwards. I know. Yeah. I know. It's, Those days are past. <clears throat> you shouldn't even think about them. But I mean, if they just happened, those are the glory days. Well, it feels that way. Like, can you fucking believe what Kenny did with, like, no cap space this summer? Like, number one, the the two guys on our number one PK, he signed for, like, you know, a bag of muffins with the tops ripped off already. Like, like dirt cheap. I mean, he's a Hall of Famer. Ken Holland is the first ballot Hall of Famer. I'm sure when he's done, he'll be like, is that how it works for GMs? Can you still go in the Hall of Fame? If you're, can you go in the Hall of Fame if you're currently a GM? Probably not. You probably have to be retired. I think that's. Uh, I think that's like a, there's a there's a builders category. I think it's oh, called. Oh yeah, for sure there is. Yeah, but yeah. 
it'll probably be like once he retires. Like I don't think you can go into the Hall of Fame while you're still playing. No. I doubt that. That makes sense. But is the Hockey Hall of Fame a joke? Like, uh, no, it's, man, it's, it's a bo- Hall of Fame. It's like there's no Hall of Fames that are jokes. Hmm. So aren't there like a, aren't there just like a bunch of like Toronto Maple Leafs on there that like shouldn't be there, statistically <laughs> speaking? But they like won a cup in like the '60s, so they're all like no, worshipped as like gods. I don't think so. Maybe <laughs> you're right, but I know like I know like Gordy Howe's in there. Like there's some big names, right? It's the Hall of Fame. Gordy. I don't think any, I don't think any Hall of Fame is a joke. That's where I come out. No Hall of Fame is a joke. No Hall of Fame is a joke. Okay. Understood. Understood. Understood, my friend. But Ken Holland is going to be a Hall of Famer. Like, he built that Detroit team, that legendary Detroit team. Like, he built that team. It's crazy. It's true. Um, A lot of people are trying to lay the current Red Wings at his feet, too. Yeah, maybe. But that that just seems like the trolls, though. Like, Like, what do you mean, like, after 25 years of, like, domination? Like, they were on top, you know, and then, like, at the end, they're like, oh, Ken Holland, this guy sucks. Like, look at the wings now. It's like, yeah, well, I don't know. You had, like, 23 years of being in the playoffs. It's pretty incredible, you know? Yeah, and it is going to turn around. It is going to, you know, the pendulum will swing the other way. Of course it will. I mean, like, it probably. Isn't Steve Eisenman in charge there now? I believe so, yeah. Yeah. Like, Steve Eisenman's not going to tolerate his shitty Red Wings team for very long. It'll break his heart. It'll kill him. Man, Steve Eisenman was my favorite player growing up. He was quite something. Wasn't even close. Wasn't even Mm. close. He was one of my favorites in the video game as well. Oh, yeah. Of course. Which video game? Uh, The EA Sports one. Oh, man. Me too. That was such a good game, eh? I used to play it on the elliptical. It was awesome. Because, like, even even if I lost, I felt like I still won, you know? Yeah. Yeah, who do we play next? Who's our next Min- Minnesota, I believe. I believe tomorrow. Oh, is Minnesota. Huh. That'll be, a great, that'll be a great game. <sighs> no, won't. Are you kidding me? Every game, every time we play fucking Minnesota, it's a nightmare. No, I don't it's think It's, like, super boring. Uh, they're in Edmonton. Well, it looks like, are they saying, okay, so he's a game time decision. I don't know, man. I think we still need to prove we can overcome the cleft bomb absence on the back end. I feel like that's my main concern right now. So I'm going to be paying attention to that for the next few games. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. I guess so. But we did, I mean, they allowed one goal against Boston. That first top line on Boston is out of control. That's one of the best lines I've ever seen. If you ever watch a Boston game, like, it's Not crazy. Usually. Man, they're entertaining to watch. I've watched a couple just because of that first line. Like, I'd heard, I'd heard story of that first line. And then I watched a couple games with my daughter, and uh, it's ad- as advertised. Like, it's so entertaining to watch three, like, amazing players. Yeah, it's quite something. They're, like, it seems like they're, like, one of the better lines in, like, a few years at least. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Boston. Anyway, 
our team is like the def- if the defense holds out, and now like it's against Minnesota, so I'm sure they're feeling. See, they're feeling their. They're feeling their their um their defensive. What's it called? Feeling their oats. At- Defensive feeling, a- feeling themselves, they're feeling themselves defensively right now. Right, right, right. Right, they're really into their defensive game because of that last game. So it's really a perfect time to play Minnesota. Like I think the Oilers, mm. this current, uh, this current incarnation of the Oilers will be really up for like a defensive battle. Like they'll be able to get psyched for it and not think it's like stupid and boring. That's true, actually. Yeah, because we have kind of turned into that team now out of necessity. Very like, br- briefly, yeah. I think and it's, bri- it's brilliant too. It's like it's brilliant by the decision by the coaches because like they're just playing such a solid defensive, like grinding game right now. Yeah, it's great. It's good eight. It really I, is, man. I, I, I mean, the Oilers are a super hot team right now. Like, there's no, that's just the way it is. They're like on a huge roll. The coolest team in sports. I think so. I think they're the coolest team in sports. Yeah. Yeah. And we got a coach, we got a GM, we got the two best players in the world. It's looking good. It's looking great. What, Hopefully. Do, you about, what do you think of the goaltending situation? I feel pretty good about it, actually. No, I think I think both of them are reliable, really, honestly. Like, I like them both. Who do you like better? I'm still a Miko guy, just because I feel like long-term he's the answer. Yeah. More so than Mike. And also, I just kind of got attached to him uh, his first year. Um, <laughs> so did I. I'm a, I'm a big Miko guy. I mean, I love Smith, but, like, you can't pick a favorite among your children. They're so different, you know? I don't know. It's what like asking, yeah. Well, what if one of your kids, like, beat up Cam Talbot? I have kids? Well, what if, like, oh, one right. of your in the hypothetical children? I mean, you know, they, they would get a lot of special attention for a little while, <laughs> for sure. They would be my favorite. I still, think I'm, I still think I'm a Miko guy. I still think I'm a Miko guy, to be honest, at the end of the day, but yeah. You know just what? Be, I think just because I, was, I said, you know, I said he was very, very chill, very uh, calm, yeah. collected, man a few words, barely speaks English, he's perfect, you know? Yeah. I think I would be a Miko guy 100% if we had any other goalie except for Mike Smith. Yeah, yeah, I hear you there. It's so hard Mike not to be for Mike Smith right now. Is, yeah. uh, like an incredible character in professional hockey. And we have that guy. The guy who beat up Cam Talbot. He beat him up. I know. <laughs> like he it was him. awesome. He beat him up. Oh my god, I was almost crying. Like I was almost weeping with joy. It was pretty special. They didn't even fucking put it in the highlight package, I remember. Um, I know. They I don't, don't put know, fights. Kind of... They don't put put fights uh, in the uh, NHL network highlight packages. For some reason, weird. I don't know why that yeah. is. It's ridiculous. They want to discourage discourage violence. I mean, yeah, I'm kind of I'm kind of over that whole that whole violent episode. I'm kind of over that now. I'm just fixated on like the points and the standings and yeah, of course. You know, the, the Knights and the Canucks are all are picking up players. It's like ugh. yeah, I understand. Yeah. Don't 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 paint me as the guy fixated on violence. I'm just no. saying. No. Between those two goalies, they're sure. both great. One of them also like beat up Camp Talbot. He might be winning me over. Yeah. I'll after say. Camp Talbot was like going after our guys, like whatever it was, Camp Talbot was doing that, like losing his shit. Mike Smith didn't even want to fight him. Mike Smith was happy just standing, like Talbot really skated over to him and then got his butt kicked. 
Well, he was involving himself in like the scrum. Whatever. What, what's going on with Calgary? Like they're, I think they're in the second or first wild card spot right now. You know what? I actually watched their game against the Ducks. I watched that entire game when Magic Pine had a hat trick. They looked okay. The Ducks suck though. That was my main takeaway. So no, I, hope, I can't. I can't wait for Dallas Eakins to get fired. Like, oh man, I mean, Schott, Schottenfreud on that for sure. He's like, going to. He's going to. He's not going to have the team next year. There's no way. They're terrible. And, he'll go and try and join the army right after he gets fired, and they won't. They won't let him in due to uh, being too short and psychological, like personality disorders. I think that's my prediction. That's my prediction there. I can't believe like how much he looks like Harry Dean Stanton. I think he should. I think he should become a Harry Dean Stanton, like character actor. Like he should become that type. Like just, as if as if that's easy to do. There's only one Harry Dean Stanton. I know, he's gone but already. I think I know, but he's gone. But he also left a void. And I think based on pure physical resemblance, no. like uh, I think so. I mean, he has to. He looks exactly like him. He looks he exactly have, like him. He doesn't have to. He doesn't have any self awareness, and I think an actor probably needs a little bit of that. You know. To like actually play a character, like it's like if you, if you have no self awareness, no like you know insight into yourself, like your mind is like a closed trap, you know yeah. you're all you're all ego. It's all a, it's all a domination game. Yeah. You're not gonna be, probably not gonna be a good actor. You'll probably be like a really entertaining bad actor. Yeah, you're like well, so bad, you're saying. good. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think you should yeah. do that. Anyway, he's done, and the ducks are kaput. It's over. It's over for the Anaheim Ducks. Like we're not going to see see them again for a while. I'm fine with that. I yeah. was tired of them years ago. Same with Chicago. It's over for Chicago too, which is crazy. Both those teams have run their course. Anyway, Chicago. You, you, looks you think like, you think San Jose is in the same boat, or are they going to bounce back? No, I don't think. I th- where is is San Jose in the playoffs right now? Are they in the? Mix? No, no. Are you crazy? No, they're like they're near way the, out. Near, near the way out. Yeah, they've been way out all year. Oh man. Yeah. That's crazy. That's never really happened before. That's like the old, old days. Like, they only sucked for like a couple of years. When they came into the league, they only sucked for a couple of years. The Senators were bad forever, but San Jose was good within like three or four or five years. And then they've basically been in the playoffs ever since. I know, I know. Hmm. But never really went super deep except for that one time. No. Like They never went super deep. I'm kind of fine with San Jose. Like, they're in our division, so, like, I want everyone in our division to fucking suck, quite frankly. So, if Anaheim and uh, San Jose suck, I'm fine with that. That's cool. Yeah, I suppose. It's probably bad, I mean, for, bad for the NHL, but good for me. Yeah, I suppose. I mean, yeah. Here yeah, yeah. All right, you watching the Minnesota game? The Minnesota game is tomorrow? Yeah, you're working? No, I'm not. I was going to go play pinball and have a beer. Okay, okay. But uh, it might be on on the television if I go do that. That's what I'm thinking. What probably, I'm thinking could happen. I'm probably going to watch it, but, like, I reserve my right to not watch it just because I, I universally almost, like, I don't remember ever watching a game against Minnesota, like Oilers versus Minnesota, that I've actually enjoyed, like, in my life. So yeah, we'll but see. this is, like, a crucial game. Like, there's a lot on the line here. Like I said, this is a perfect, if you can psych yourself up for, like, a defensive grind, it's a perfect game for that. All right. All right. I will take your advice, High Priest of Oilers Magic. I mean, you'll have to, like... You are wise. You'll have to, like, um, 
You know what I mean? You'll have to kind of psychologically prepare differently than you usually do for a game. Like you expect, you have to kind of hunker down. You know what I mean? Instead of like get ready to jump, jump over the 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 hunker. Hunker. Yeah, it's a hunker. The hunker. Yeah. I see. Interesting. Like you maybe give me, some, give me much to think about. Hunker down with some beans. Maybe like um, some some pieces of wood, like some logs, some fire logs. Just kind of okay. scatter the, scatter those around the room. Maybe okay. uh, some black coffee. Uh huh. All right, I can do that. Mm. Word. Uh, all right. Well. Hopefully they do well against Minnesota, and uh, we'll hook, try and hook it up on the the weekend sometime, maybe Sunday, or if not Sunday, Monday, um, or or early early Saturday. Actually, I could also do. Sure, one of those times sounds great. Word. Yeah, I don't know. The vibe on these late night sessions are a little is a little different, isn't it? Mm, I don't know. Is it? Yeah, I'll, I think I'll, like I think you're having like volume situations. So I really that's, am. I that's really cramping. Am. That's cramping your style. Yeah, really. What I need to do is hook up with you in the in the AM during the week more. Yeah. Um. All right, bro. Well, yeah. Thanks for uh, thanks for chatting, and uh, I'll hook up with you soon. Okay. I'll see you. See ya. Wow.